Welcome to Making Sense of Parenting. This show is dedicated to helping parents change chaos, confusion, and struggle into calm, clear connections with their kids, all in a way that aligns with their faith. Hey there, I'm your host, Kelly Shoup, helping you navigate the bumpy road of raising kids. Let's dive into today's topic. How to play over the holidays. Hey there. Okay, we are going to have lots of time this holiday break from our jobs. Kids are home from school. So there will be a lot of time to play. And what do you know about play? How much time do your kids spend playing? That's what we're going to talk about today. Is play something that is wasted? Is it just time that's occupied, that's kind of useless, that, you know, we have our kids do so that our kids are out of our hair? Or is play something that is vital and valuable that God gave to us very intentionally for us to live a better life? So this is what we're going to talk about today. Hey there, I am Kelly Shoup. If you are just landing here, I'm happy you're here. I am a longtime parent coach, pediatric, occupational therapist, mom of three teenagers, and I just have to tell you, I love to play. It's my absolute favorite thing to do. I also have a college degree in it. And I help families use play as a way to connect, to get clear in their communication, to have better behavior in kids, and to have more closeness and cohesion and harmony in your family through play. Because I do believe that it is a gift from God that. Even parents need to spend time and play. Play with your kids for sure, but also play for yourself in whatever that looks like for you. So we're going to discuss play, and there are so many things that I could tell you about play, different types of play, different modes of play, different places to play. So today we are just going to discuss three to-dos for you parents over this holiday break. And my goal is to give you a new perspective, a new lens on this time off that you have over Christmas and to think of play differently. So you will show up differently in this time with your kids and that it will allow you to have a different result than maybe you have had previously on Christmas break with your family. So here I am, I have on a Santa hat, I have on an ugly sweater that's actually a dress, because again, I love to play. And there is a heaviness that I see with parents and have seen it for, I would say, at least the last 10 years of just, it feels like a heavy burden to parent. And it doesn't 
feel fun. I don't observe it in the families as fun. And there's a lightness and an enjoyment. And so my goal is to always be helping families to have fun because play should be fun. Raising kids should be fun. It should be enjoyable. It should be something that kids look forward to spending time with their parents and parents are looking forward to spending time with their kids. And how we do that is through play. And again, it is God designed. So I'm going to give you three to do's for you parents. Okay. So the first thing I want to talk about is just what does God say about play? And God gives us a Bible. That's our roadmap, right? It's kind of the living word that we can look to, to see how to show up in the world. Now, I am a cradle Catholic, have always been, and my job, all of it is based on my faith, that I have an understanding of how God created humans, that we are both and, we are unique, but we are also similar to other humans. And so I want to go in the flow and stay in alignment with the way that God designed us, similar to other humans that are age and stage, but also to help understand the uniqueness of each of us. And play is one way that we learn about ourselves and the uniqueness of ourselves and also the uniqueness of each other. So play is so incredibly vital. And again, I am so convinced that it was incredibly intentional by God to have a fun thing to do, to let us learn, let us grow, let us change, let us learn about each other. So it is very vital. We know in the creation story that God, you know, made the world. And then on the seventh day, he rested. Now, God doesn't ever get tired because he's God. He's infinite. He's never tiring, but he rested. We know that he rested on that seventh day. He was modeling for us what we need to do. I love this because this is so, I spend so much time in my job modeling, helping parents model for kids what the kids needs to do. And God does this for us. He did not need to rest on Sunday, but he did it to show us what we are to do. And so part of that rest, it's not truly rest. It's also also the recreation and play that is involved in that day. Okay. And so again, we're always doing I'm always following, what did God do? What does God say to do about this? And God for sure tells us that we need to play. So God is telling us to structure our lives in lots of different ways through through the Bible. But he wanted to have us assure that we have structure in place in our lives that gives us sufficient rest, sufficient play, and at every level, at our family level, cultural, social, religious, God also gives us the obligation that 
that we're to play individually, but then also um, collectively. So socially, as a group, he is encouraging this. So again, play is important and God knew it. And he knew that play gives us relief. Play gives us creativity. Play gives us space. It is just as much as work is important. We need the opposite of that. We need play too. And the virtue is in the middle. So I'm always trying to grow in virtue. I am always trying to grow, help families and kids grow in virtue because we are on that path, right? That roadmap, that Bible we're using is giving us the path to sanctification, giving us the path to get to heaven. And play is part of it. And not all play, I'm not the extreme, right? Not all play, not all work, but we're in the middle because that's where the virtue is found. And at the moment, I feel like parents work so much and parents also are influencing their kids that play isn't a worthwhile thing to do. And so they're influencing towards a structured activity, you know, an instrument to learn, a handwriting course. Let's have them take some Chinese lessons or something, right? There's a lot of ways that I feel like nowadays more than ever before that kids are supposed to be busy and every moment they're awake is supposed to be structured and they're learning. But I want to tell you that unstructured play, open-ended learning or open, what I call open-ended play, which is where there's no set point to get to. There's no worksheet to get filled out. There's no Lego kit that has the 32 steps to get the thing built. That that open-ended play is what helps kids learn the best. Okay. So first thing, first to do. One, God wants you to play. It's important to him. It's all throughout the Bible and various verses. And I can do a whole nother podcast just on that. So over this break, let go of the guilt and allow yourself, parents, to play. Play with your kids. Drop everything. You might be washing dishes. You might be trying to do some chore, some something that you're thinking, no, I need to be working. I need to be doing this. No. You just shut your mind and say, no, I actually need to play. It's more important that I play right now. So I'm going to play. And I have to tell you that I have a lot of families that I help. And I have parents who don't know how to play with their young kids. They didn't play that much when they were growing up. They didn't have a parent that modeled what play actually looked like. So again, you can find me on Instagram at Kelly K. Shoup, and I am happy to help because I live in play all day. Second to do, we're going to talk about play is a child's job. Play is learning. Learning is 
what it's all about, right? As you were raising kids, they are learning how to do things to be a successful, happy, functioning adult, independent of you. Play is their job to do it. So many parents think that play is, it's wasted time. It's useless. It's just a way to get a child out of my hair. It doesn't really mean that much. And I am here to tell you that every moment of play for a young child, and even as we get older, is learning. And so here's what I want you to know. Kids are learning from a very young age when they play about themselves. I often say that the most important relationship any individual, any human has, besides the relationship that they have with Jesus, the most important relationship is the one they have with themselves, how well they know themselves, what they like, what they don't like, how they operate best here, how they operate best there. And so when we allow time for children to play, and again, in this more open-ended, not a very structured, you've got 10 minutes, and I'm super excited because I'm going to have a new course for parents to get and some group coaching that is all about play because it's so important. But what kids are learning is what type of pace do I function best at? Do I like to run super fast across the yard or do I like to kind of putz and look for a bug and maybe touch the grass? We're learning more about who we are, our identity. God created us so uniquely with a unique temperament and a unique sensory system and a unique rhythm and pace of how we operate best. And we know that God made a particular purpose for us that not one single person other on this earth can do but us. And so I want to know myself well, and I want to help parents to facilitate their kids knowing themselves well from a very young age. And it's also an opportunity when you play with your child, you are learning about them. You learn what pace they function best at. You know what type of thing sets them off or what they don't like. Or if you take them outside, you know that they don't like to play in the mud. They don't like slimy stuff. So it's how we know about our kids and about ourselves. <coughs> Excuse me. So it's the easiest way to learn is through play. And it doesn't have to take a lot of time. So I'm helping parents all the time and telling them, okay, you have a three-year-old, you could set aside 10 minutes and that three-year-old is going to be fine with just a few minutes to engage and connect with their parent. They're looking for that attachment. They're looking for a safety need to be met if they come to you and want to play. When young kids want to play with their parents, 
This is their only way of connection. So when I say this, parents are often, they give me this blank look like, what? Okay, remember, we're the adult. We have a completely mature, developed brain, fully functioning. We have access to all kinds of tools. We could read to our kids. We could sing to our kids. We have so many ways that we can connect with with our children. But a young child doesn't have that many tools. They don't know what tools to use, but their biggest one they know about and their favorite is play. So kids always want to play with their parents and parents will say, I really don't want to. Like, I don't have to play with them. This is, again, this is a worthless activity. This is useless. There's no learning happening in play. And that could not be further than the truth. There is so much learning. Play is not useless or meaningless. It is a child's job. It is the most important thing a child can do, play. More than school, more than church, more than sleeping. Play is where they get all the things that they need to to carry on and grow and develop for life. It happens in play. Okay, so just a few minutes can make all the difference in the world to your child. So find time to play over the holidays. Again, we're, we know that God wants us to, so we're going to let go of that guilt, like, oh, I can, I have a million other things to do. Nope, your job is to play, because God says it's important for you as a parent to play. Second thing, learning. You're going to learn. You're going to play with your kids over the break because you're going to learn about them. They've changed since last Christmas. They're bigger now. They might be more annoying. They might have a different way that they're going to play. Absolutely, they will. Because as a child grows and develops, their play changes. And so as their play changes and as you're engaged in play with them, you're learning up We've picked up new skills. We've learned new things. We're playing differently. And this is your invitation to get in the mix with them, to connect and engage and learn how they are doing right at this moment in this time. And it matters so much because when we are with them in the age and stage right where they are, And we've also been with them wherever they've come from. And we know that it's going to change again. We can have better communication, connection, better behavior from them. We understand them better. We know what could set them off, what isn't, what they're stressed about, what they're not. And so that is why it is so incredibly critical to play because parents, you are getting some great insight into their mind. You're also getting insight into their physical abilities. Yes, 10 minutes of play with a three or four-year-old can give a mom or dad so much good intel 
Like what's motivating at this moment for this age and stage of who they are? What do they like to do? What can't they do that they want to do that seems to be incredibly frustrating? Like, oh, this is the one thing right now that always causes a meltdown. Okay, parents, when you have the intel and you know what's what the cause of the meltdown is, guess what? We can avert the meltdown because we know what to do to diffuse it or to distract from it or to alleviate it or how to set your child up with a version of the thing they want to do, but they're so frustrated that they can't. I often help parents, okay, let's get a mini version of it. Let's get the easiest way and then we'll step up into the real version that they're trying to do. Okay. So again, just a little bit of play gives you so much intel about where exactly your kids are and you need to meet them right where they are because they have absolutely no ability to meet you where you are. And this is again, something parents a lot of times are like, this is what I've got going. I need the four-year-old to meet me here where I am at as a 34-year-old mom. Your child cannot do that. They are not equipped. They don't have the brain power. They don't have the physical skills. They cannot meet you. And so you have to be the one to shift your mindset, shift your thoughts, behaviors, and actions because you do have all the stuff to change and meet them right there in that play. That play is where it takes place. A few minutes of fun, of lightness, of playfulness. You can look silly. You can, there's so much allowance in play. I always tell parents, I want you to model for your kids how to play well. I want kids to see parents having fun, enjoying their life, both in activity with their kids and then also without. I am always advocating for parents to model healthy recreation. What do you like to do? I mean, I'm a super active person. I always have been. I'm a runner. I'm a biker. I'm a worker outer. I'm a skier. It ebbs and flows. Sometimes I'm injured from running a marathon. So now I might be into bar class or I've done this or I've tried that. I've done kickboxing. So I'm doing a lot of things. I'm modeling for my kids. Find something you like. It doesn't have to last forever, but try it. Learn something new. Engage, grow, change. This is all gift from God. And it all also coordinates with learning, memory, how our brain functions best, physically how our body functions best. So again, God integrated all of it. We are to play. We are to have our bodies in motion, our body, our mind, our soul. Find something that means something to you. Nature for me is like a very soulful thing. If I'm, I'm out in nature, I've, I've met all my needs. You know, I, I have all the senses, there's sun on my face, there's creation. So all of this is filling up my bank, filling up my cup, 
that overflows to others. And so parents need to model play because again, we're showing our kids how they're to live their life. And it's important for them to see parents play their sport, golf, tennis, whatever it is. So kids know, oh, it's okay to do that because it is okay. Because God told us, yes, I want you to play. I want you to rest. I want you to recreate. I want you to be the best version of you. And it doesn't look like work 24-7. That is not the way God would have it. Now, there's somebody else who would be telling us possibly a lie that we could start believing that we have to work harder. We have to work more. We have to give more consumable material things to our children to be a successful parent. That's not true. It's not true. Your kids would rather have you, 10 or 15 minutes with you engaged with them in play. And are you a parent that has a playroom that is full of toys that never get used? Or a bedroom where there's like two bins or a toy box that's overflowing with stuff and your kids don't seem to ever play with that, but they're constantly bugging you? Well, it's because of you. You're the magic, that you're the secret sauce in that play that they want. They want to do it with you because it's that invisible, intangible God stuff. And I always love, you know, how God operates. You can't quantify his stuff, laughter, love, friendship, all of the good stuff, right? That comes from God. You can't buy it in a store. You can't see it. It's invisible, intangible, unquantifiable, but yet it is, we have to have it. We have to have love. We have to have laughter. We have to have friendship. We have to have silliness. We have to have craziness at times. Now, again, this is unique to you, different than me, how much craziness I need, how much laughter I need, all of that. But that's all the good stuff from God. And so that's all what we do in play. Play does not have to look like, because I have some parents who will say, oh, well, play is like, you know, really active, physical. No, you can be playing and sitting on the floor doing a puzzle. You can be playing, laying outside in your yard, watching clouds and talking about the colors and the clouds moving. And does that look like, what design does that look like? Does that look like a bunny? Does that cloud formation look like an ice cream cone? Again, kids are learning, learning to be creative, learning to use their imagination, but they're watching you and they want to see how you play. And parents, I want you to play because God told us we are to play. And when you take that time out over this busy holiday season of cooking and preparing and wrapping and all the stuff the parents have to do, but that time of play, when your child comes to grab on your pant leg and says, dad, I really want to go play ball in the yard. Okay. That is God's invitation to go enjoy and take a break. So it's not a have to, it's not a meaningless, 
activity that you're doing. It's not a useless amount of time that you're spending with your child. It is divine intervention for you to take a break, have a moment of rest, for you to have respite, for you to get recharged, for your body and whole system, brain, soul, all of it, mind, body, composite, because we're all of that together all the time to get reset, recharged, re-engaged, re-excited. All of it so incredibly critical, vital, valuable for every human. Okay? So that last thing is just, again, it's a mind shift thing. So when you hear play, we are going to think, okay, this is a valuable, vital gift that God has given me. And if your child comes for just to get you, just take a few minutes over break to play. You will be so incredibly glad that you did. Okay. The improved communication, connection, closeness, the safety and security your kids feel when they have your time to play is it's priceless and it will give you dividends years ahead. I promise you. And it does not have to be that much work. It does not have to be a long time. It does have to be an intentional engaged time. If you have any other questions about play, please reach out to me. If you liked what you've heard in this show today, Again, play is my absolute favorite thing. And so I could talk for hours and I will be so excited to share in the beginning of the year, my new course, which parents can purchase to learn more about play and how to do it and why to do it and the, what types of play and how did the screens in come into play, even though they aren't really as much play as I would like. And I explain the benefits of the different types of play and how it helps children develop and grow and get the skills and get the, yeah, just the skills, the know-how they need to do life as they, as they grow and develop. Okay. Thank you so much. Have a very merry, merry Christmas. And again, you can find me at www.kellykshoop.com. Instagram at Kelly K. Shoop and also at YouTube at Kelly K. Shoop. Thank you. Did you like what you heard in this episode? If you did, please share it with a friend and be sure and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. Reviews are always appreciated. As a reminder, my show is also on YouTube. In YouTube, search for Kelly K. Shoop. That's K-E-L-L-Y-K-S-H-O-U-P. Be sure to click the subscribe button and hit the bell for all notifications. To learn more about my work, helping families, or to contact me, go to kellykshoop.com. Again, that's kellykshoop.com. Thanks so much 